Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio brought to you by A Voice You Know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn. Hello and welcome to a Monday edition of Around the Hearn. A lot of things to get to. Uh, big coaching news. A couple of different football coaches hired on this show, but the one that you'll hear from, the new head football coach at St. Mary's, a St. Mary's graduate, and Bo Fry as he takes over for dear old dad. You can hear what Doug Fry had to say about his outgoing coaching legacy on a couple of episodes ago and what he had to say about this week. And it's a, a really cool thing to be able to go from dad to son and Doug will still be around and will still be part of the program and will still be there kind of offering some guidance in his 235 wins in his career. But uh, St. Mary's is in really good hands with Bo Fry. You know, hear from him coming up here in just a few. Ask Doug Fry about it. You can read. I wrote a uh, piece of this. It's on michaelhearn.com about just uh, exactly about the whole transition, about everything. But Doug went on to say that his family has been part of Rough Rider football for many, many years. Coaching staff is a great group of guys, cares deeply about the community, school system, the football program, and that it's great to see leaders being promoted from within that staff that he left behind. Very proud of Bo. believe he's doing a, going to do a great job, and that he'll be there to help and support him every day. And you'll hear a little bit about that from Bo here in just a few as he talks about dear old dad and about kind of everything about the program. And I absolutely love the Fry family and uh, for him to come on the show and one of the first interviews that he gave after being named the head coach in what has been a crazy time in St. Mary's. That coming up here in just a few, a piece of sad news, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention this because of what he meant to the community and to uh, so many young athletes. Joe Horn, the uh, Waynesfield of Benjamin Logan, longtime track and field coach, passed away on Saturday I saw on WSN's Twitter. Uh, Thoughts and prayers to his family. It's not... uh, it's never an easy thing, but uh, especially when it's a, a great young man and a great person like Joe Horn. There's no way to transition this, but the uh, coolest thing I saw this week, Todd Oldegis, uh T. Oldegis 68 on Twitter, put up a video that Rushi on uh, Saturday in their win or their game against Bradford in the seventh inning pulled off a triple play. Now, I've been doing baseball for a long time, and I've never actually seen a team pull off a triple play. But it happened in the seventh inning. Simone put off Kelby Dosek and Riley Hammonds. Pulled that off uh, in that game against Bradford. Uh, What a cool thing to see happen unless you're for Bradford. Allie Reckerman made it official that she'll play uh, volleyball at the University of Northwestern Ohio. 105 and 11. A couple of state titles. A couple of runner-ups for her and her career at New Bremen. Jake Sanders from Fort Loramie. Heck of a talent. He's going to play baseball at Mount St. Joe's. In Cincinnati, speaking of Cincinnati, Connor Curlis from Ohio State and Finley saw him play a lot when he was at the Legion level. He's going to start for the Reds in Double A this year, or the Chattanooga Lookouts, after the Reds put their roster out a couple of days ago. Yesterday, this might be the coolest piece of news in area sports for me because it took a couple of extra days and Rain and Mother Nature, who's going to be a jerk the rest of this week, apparently. Olivia Franks got a, a, a couple of goals for Finley, their women's soccer team at GMAC Tournament Champs. They beat Cedarville, had to wait a day, but the celebration probably still continuing in uh, Finley. Just a little down the road, 
at Ohio Northern University, the women's golf team goes 33-3, and wins the OAC tournament with a record 990 team score. They also shot a record, I believe it was 330, on a Sunday for an 18-hole team win. A 54-hole event, they win by 16 shots and break the uh, conference record. They'll go up to the D3 uh, National Championships in East Lansing. Second appearance, first since 2007, just in about 10 days. A lot of no-hitters in the last week or so. Baseball and softball, Lincoln View got a combined no-hitter from Colin Overholt and Landon Price on Friday in their win over Montpelier. Crestview beat Wayne Trace 10-2. Two home runs, seven RBI from Brina Grace. Also homers from Lacey McCoy and Caitlin Castle. Shawnee's Kaylee Grant, three for three with a grand slam, seven RBI on Friday night when they beat Ottawa Glendorf 23-1. For recovery, they beat Arcanum 9-3, a couple of home runs and four runs batted in. A piece from uh, Chloe Grises and Jackie Holman. Ace Baum, pitcher for Kenton. It's been kind of a rough year for Kenton, especially with as good as the Western Buckeye League has been this year, but he threw a no-hitter on Wednesday, and I think that's the best pitching name you can get. Ace Baum. And a 14-0 win, he struck out 12. North Baltimore had three young ladies combined for a uh, no-hitter in a five-inning game. 15-1 over Corey Rawson, Caden Sandrich, Ariana Larea, and Mackenzie Perez. Crestview's Carson Hunter, he did it himself. And a no-hitter against Van Wert on Wednesday night. So that's a Van Wert team. It's 16-4 now after they picked up a win at Fifth Third Field in a walk-off fashion on a Saturday night, a nine-inning game that took about two hours to complete as they beat Springfield beat Springfield Northwestern 4-3. to three, And the end of the game sounds a little like this. So with two outs now up to Ethan Rupert. Intentionally walked last time around. And it was a weird thing, too, because he was walking with a runner at second after two guys had flown out. They just set him on down. A couple of singles for him as he shoots one in the left center field alley. Long way to run. Stoller rounding second. He'll go to third. Runners in the corners coming home. The throw is not online. And the Cougars are going to walk off with a 4-3 win here in Dayton on an RBI single from Ethan Rupert. Such a cool atmosphere down there, especially now you're allowed to have fans in the building. Van Wert in a big fashion. They were down 3-0 after the top half of the first. Owen Treese gave up three runs, came back, struck out 10 over his five innings, and the Cougars are able to get the win. A cool thing. I get to go back down there on Saturday and see my alma mater in Spencerville play against Botkins. 1 o'clock on at WZOQ Radio. And a young man who's stealing everything he can find, Parker Geis, broke the school record for uh, season and career steals last week. Nail it down, Bearcats, because uh, he's coming to take away every base down there at what is now Day Air Credit Union Ballpark. And speaking of stealing, school records. That's what Alexa Fortman's doing. Her third different school record she took this year as a sophomore. She nabbed a 1,600-meter record from Alyssa Ellerbrock, who had just a phenomenal career at OG. Taking a look at softball and men's baseball on the college level, Finley men sitting at 13-22. and 22. Finley women, 23-16, and 16, featuring Megan Fisher, the senior pitcher from Wapakoneta, 9-8 on the year with 118 strikeouts. Bowling Green baseball haven't had the greatest start so far on the year, 12-22. and 22. Featuring Owen Wrecker from Kaleida, 
Rio Ramos from Archbold. Also got the Wampak duo of Gage Schenk and Joel Rodiger and North Baltimore's Levi Gazarek on that team local-wise. Uh, local UNOH baseball off to a 24-16 and 16 start, fueling up with Wampak and Edda's Don Goodies. Softball team sitting at 27-13 and 13 down there on Cable Road. Out to Bluffton, you've got 15-21 and 21 for the baseball team, featuring a handful of locals, including Ottawa Glendorf's Ezra Deitering, Max Link from Marion Local, Tim Bruns from Wapak, Seth Evans from Ada, and Owen Mackey from the Columbus Grove Bulldogs. Bluffton softball team not off to as great of a start, 6-27. and 27. Brianna Baker from Defiance, Taylor Shipp from St. Mary's, Taylor Steinke from Finley, Sydney Bowen from Crestview, Molly Bollinger from Shawnee, Emily Dyson, Wayne Trace, and Chriselle Dales from Ayersville on that team. Ohio Northern softball, 16-17-1 on the year. And ONU baseball, 18-13. Coming off a, a doubleheader sweep, 3-2 and 15-3 against Muskingum yesterday. James Fisher for ONU had a no-hitter in the second game going into the eighth. Ended up losing it, but still with a 15-3 win in that game. Uh, ONU featuring Lincoln View's Chayton Overholt. Aaron Brown from Shawnee, Jacob Wedding from Coldwater. He's been on the show. You can go back and find that in the archives. Derek Lursman for Fort Jennings and Tim Knapschafer from Marion Local. But I know that one young lady that has been on this show has one Titan near and dear to her heart, the Muskingum Muskies, with OG alum Grant Hovest on that uh, program. He struck out a couple of times in the second game, or in the first game, rather. Basketball news. Pro basketball news. Marion Locals' Luke Kanapke, 22 points for his pro team. I saw on a Twitter there, 11-10 and 10 on the year, sitting in fifth place. A couple of games out with a handful of games to go. And a football news, I talked about two coaches. Lynn Grohl of Touchdown Publications, who does an amazing job of helping guys like me get ready for the season. How's Phil Morrow as the new head coach at Fairview? Was in North Carolina for a number of years, but comes back to Ohio where he is familiar with, and that's uh, what I've got for the news and notes for this week. Coming up, the new head football coach of the St. Mary's Rough Riders in Bow Fry here on Around the Hearn. Danny the Dealmaker, are you ready? Ready for what, Eric? Brand new cars and trucks are rolling into Lee Kitzel Chevy Buick GMC again. That's great, because we need pre-owned trades big time. Yep, Danny, have I mentioned lately how much respect I have for this country? Not in the last five minutes. Even the virus can't keep us down. GM workers are back strong and building the best there is. And we're here proud to represent the greatest products on the American road, Chevy, Buick, and GMC. And I love how so many of us in the area have remained positive, helping each other and staying the course. No matter how long this situation takes to resolve itself, please keep this in mind. Lee Kinsel GM Sales and Service has been around for 50 years, and we'll be around for another 50 years. Wherever you're listening, you're always welcome here in Van Wert. At Kinsel's, it's all about clear, easy-to-understand deals, best quality pre-owned vehicles, top-of-the-line financing, and world-class service. See us online at LeeKinsel.com. Call 866-LEE-KINSEL. Better yet, stop in at 650 West Durban Road in Van Wert. Thank you for finding new roads to help us rebuild the American economy. Are you in Spencerville and looking for a place to eat before the Bearcats play? Well then, head to my place, 128 North Broadway, for deep fried mushrooms, chili cheese fries, the best pie around, and soup of the day. If you're in a hurry and just want to order some to go, you can give Doug and his staff a call at 419-647-4062 and they'll have it ready for you. My Place Restaurant at 128 North Broadway in Spencerville, a proud supporter of Bearcat Athletics. 
Talking about St. Mary's football now, and when we get to the month of August, the last name will be the same, but the first name will be different. The new head football coach at St. Mary's in Bowfry. First of all, congratulations on what's got to be kind of a crazy day. Hey, thank you. It's been a little while here the last couple hours, but it's nothing that wasn't expected. So I'm excited and, and thankful to have me on. Now, this has been kind of a different journey for you, obviously, being a St. Mary's kid. You grow up. You're in the program, you know, with the mystique and with everything that comes with that, go away, come back, and you start coaching with dad, but it's uh, across the street, so to speak. And, I mean, you kind of think, did you know when you took that OC job 10 years ago you wanted to be a head coach? I always had some kind of aspirations. I didn't know when it'd be. Um, I, I love football, and it's in my blood. I mean, I was writing papers about football in the fourth grade. I was uh, wanted to write about presidents that played football. So football has been my entire life. I don't have other hobbies. I mean, football is just what we do in our family. So, yeah, I've always had those aspirations. And um, I was lucky enough uh, when I got out of college to connect on with my dad. It was just a perfect situation. So. The last month has been sort of interesting. Earlier in the month, your dad steps away. Uh, he talks about, even on this podcast, about health concerns and about how he wanted to spend more time with the family. I know that for him, that's been something the last couple of years that he's sort of gone year to year from it in that you've got young kids, your brother's got young kids, and he wanted to be around his grandchildren. I mean, just mm-hmm. kind of nice to, to see him smile as just grandpa and not everybody as the football coach. Yeah, he's been a lot more relaxed here the last couple of weeks. Uh, I don't know what what it is about it, but he has been a lot, lot more relaxed. Um, I think that he... he knew it was time and um he he felt in his heart and he decided that that is what he wanted to do so um yeah i think he can spend any time he wants with the grandkids as long as he uh keeps helping me on the side right well how's that gonna go how's that dynamic gonna flip because now you go from you know "Ah, i don't know if i should uh i should approach the old man today he's not in a great mood to now you're that guy and he's got to maybe think should i approach him well, he's thirty some years of experience, so he's earned the right to approach me with anything that he wants to approach me with. Um, and obviously, I played for him as a player, I, and I've coached for him for the past ten years. So, out of respect, I, I would listen to anything he said. Uh, but also, I mean, it is my program now, and he, he knows that, and he's going to let me fly and flourish, and and hopefully not fall. So. I would think growing up, that's the best and the worst thing in terms of being able to have dad be be dad and be coach that you can get that advice. You can kind of, you know, I'm in a little slump. Why can't I get through this midweek or whatever? But also of, okay, maybe you could leave me alone until about 7 o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a different experience because uh, sometimes the, the field would carry over to the dinner table. Um, but I'm, I'm honestly very grateful for it because it's made me, uh, a much better football coach and a much better person, maybe person before football coach. And I'm, I'm very humble and grateful to him because he's, he's shaped me into a, a, the man I am today. So I'm very grateful. Some, some days I didn't like it when people were saying the only reason I carried the ball was because my dad was a coach or <laughs> something like that, you know, drive me nuts here or there. But honestly, it was the best thing. For me, and I'm very grateful. How much more of a chip did that give you? Obviously, you had a lot of success as a rough rider of 
okay, you know what? Those guys think I can't do this. Watch what I'm about to do. Uh, I, I think, the, uh, you know, you, you, you've met the prize. I think we all have a little <laughs> chip. <laughs> so I don't know how much more chip that gave me, but um, we're competitors and um, we don't like to, we don't like to be told we're wrong, and, and uh, we are we are who we are, and um, we love each other, and we, we're good for kids, and we're good for football. So, when Dad leaves the last time, when he goes uh, out, and then obviously ends up at Walpock before he comes back, program sort of takes a different turn. They go in ten, and he talked a lot about when he was on of rebuilding the program and reestablishing a lot of things. How do you look at it in terms of, obviously, you come right on the heels of that, of just kind of maintaining and continuing to grow this program? I think uh, you definitely keep looking for ways you can grow and evolve. You're always looking at it as a program. Um, it was definitely a, a process the last seven years, um, but a process that we're all grateful for because we became a lot better coaches because of that. Um, so, where do we go from here? It's kind of what you're asking. I think we keep looking at where we should go and what we should do. And, and I think we're just going to keep attacking it every day. And, and, just, and every day is a new challenge and find the places we can attack and, and run towards. How much easier is it because you, you know all the guys, you know all the kids coming up. It's obviously you've been so embedded in the program, embedded in the town of you didn't have to, I would think, sell yourself as much of if you would have went to, let's say, Elida or Shawnee or anywhere else? I would say uh, it, there's a benefit to it. I, I have a very strong foundation with a lot of the kids. I have a very strong foundation with the rest of our staff. So I'm, I'm very blessed in that aspect. I think uh, we'll be able to hit the ground running. And these last two weeks, the kids have continued to show and continue to work. And, and they always will here at St. Mary's. It's a passion. Um, the kids love football. Um, and we have great kids. So, um, yeah, I, just, I really feel that um, I am lucky to that. Um, but I don't know. I, I haven't ever tried to go to a wider Shawnee or any Well, I guess I was, I I was just thinking that with, with <laughs> talking to the board and talking to the people where they look at you and it's okay, you know me, you know, I, I don't yeah. maybe have to, to do certain things that I would have had to say or, or make you believe anywhere else. Uh, no, I, I had to go through the same process as everyone else, um, and I I did the, the work and I, I, I submitted resumes. I, I went through the whole whole process, and I'm grateful that they did the process. And um, because I want to earn this job, I didn't want something just handed to me. So um, I definitely am grateful for them for that. Your dad talked about a lot where. He almost had to have uh, the husband conversation to uh, maybe sometimes him be convinced or sometimes him convince your mom to come back year to year. Uh, how did you have to have anything like that of, okay, a long conversation of, I would like to do this and, and this is kind of, I know this is going to take away, but I feel like this, I'm ready for this. Um, you, do you mean with my wife? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, I, I think my wife and I, my wife was a, a collegiate athlete. Um, she played two sports actually in college. She was an All-American basketball player at Ohio Dominican. So she truly understands athletics. She understands the drive, the time commitment, the love, the everything I'm putting into it. So there wasn't really much of a, a call. You know what I mean? She she believes in me and she says, hey, 
I know that this is your passion. And I don't know what you'll do without football. So go <laughs> run and go, go, go attack and go do it. You know? So I'm lucky in that aspect as well. I, I have great people in my corner. And I have great people everywhere here. I imagine from her perspective, it was, you will probably drive me nuts if you don't have this much football in your life. Yeah, probably. She, she would probably go pretty nuts if I uh, was not coaching football because it's about all I'm, I don't want to say good at, but it's all I really do with my time. So. <laughs> now, <laughs> it's, it's not, I'm not trying to give anything away in terms of, and I realize day one in, in, in August is a long time from now, but as far as you know, obviously, the offense, the bread and butter about the running game and what you guys have mm-hmm. done throughout the course of the year, but the last handful of years, from an offensive perspective, you've brought in a lot more uh, motion out of the shotgun and different things that I never thought I would say calling St. Mary's football. But how how easy or hard was that conversation to have of kind of the evolution of the offense? I think you're always looking at ways to get better. And then you're looking at other people and you're looking at yourself and yourself evaluating all the time. You can't stay stagnant if you do the same thing over and over and over. At some point, somebody, there's good enough coaches that are going to figure it out. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we like to do different things. And, and even uh, Coach Bachman and, and Coach Long, who I'm very good friends with Denny Long, um, who was Skip Bachman's offensive line coach, um, they were always evolving and changing. You just didn't always know it, you know? Well, I know it's the, for a long time, though, it, it was more of the Vince Lombardi theory of, you know, three things can happen when we throw the football and two of them are bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are not scared to throw the football. We never have been. It's just, um, we, you coach what you know, and um, I think we, we can do that. I think we're um, on track to do that. And I think when we had uh, Dunlap a few years ago, he really slung it around a little bit at times. And um, we're not scared to do it, so. It's just about time and what you can put into it. So, Being able to look at the league coming back of what you're going into, you get a ton of athletes back that you're able to put in so many different positions with uh, Braden Dunlap and uh, so many kids that are multifaceted. I would think just you've got to feel pretty good about the chances you have in the Western Buckeye League this year. I think that we're looking way too far ahead for that. Uh, we're just trying to get through tomorrow. I can't not um, ask. <laughs> we're trying to get through tomorrow. We're trying to uh, make sure kids are showing up in the weight room and being accountable and doing the little things. So, I mean, that's it's quite a ways away, and um, we have a lot of respect for everybody in the league, and I really do think the league will be very good. And We have an opener against London who's who's been a very good program, and they think they have one of their best teams ever. So it's definitely going to be a challenge every day. We're going to have to continue to work. We're going to have to be, continue to be accountable. We're going to have to continue to do the little things right so we can progress and keep this thing going in the right direction. I say this as a complete joke and because I love the man, but did you get a book of uh, coaches' answers from Dad on the way out? Did I get a book of coaches' answers? No, I never did. Oh, I was wondering because so I, I, I know he's got a handful of those where if you don't ask the right question, you're going to get one of these stock answers. <laughs> No, he never gave me one of those. So I should have probably asked him for it. Though. Say after thirty-four I, years, I, he's probably got them all memorized. Yeah, you, you guys are. You guys are. There's been a lot of media guys that I wish I would have had more. 
So <laughs> I should have probably asked. That's something I probably should have asked him about. No, how, to, how to deal with the media? Yeah, well, that's, yeah, I think you kind of learn that a, as you go. I think that's so. a different conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I'm so happy for you. I mean, getting to be around the last six, seven years, seeing what the program has done since you guys have been back and what it's built in the, the way that the kids respond, the community responds. I'm so happy for you and look forward to everything for the next, let's say, a lot of years. Hey, let's hope it's a lot. Let's keep this thing rolling and um, go Rodgers, right? That's the hope. Thank yeah. you so much for doing this. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. And thanks for all you do for Rough Rider football. You guys really have been an asset to the program and to the community. So we appreciate that. I appreciate it. That's the new head football coach at St. Mary's and Bo Fry. We're back with more here in just a few. It's time for Skillet to rock the drive-in theater tour with special guest Jordan Feliz and Colton Dixon. Live and in person for a night of energy and excitement unlike any other. June 24th in Middle Point at Van Andel Drive-In. Bring up to six people per car with your blankets and lawn chairs to enjoy a night of live music and fun. The drive-in theater tour with Skillet, Jordan Feliz, and Colton Dixon. Tickets available now at driveintheatertour.com. Another awakening event from the Awakening Foundation. Hey, Bearcat fans, Spencer Row Hardware is your local hometown hardware store. Located at 115 North Broadway Street in Spencerville, Spencer Row Hardware can assist with any painting with their full line of paint and custom tinting. Also stocked with the highest quality power tools, you can reach Spencerville Hardware by calling 419-647-4468. Plan your trip by checking out their e-catalog on SpencervilleHardware.com. To place your items in your cart and have the order emailed to the store and ready for pickup. Spencerville Hardware is open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, and 8 to 3 on Saturday. Spencerville Hardware Store, 419-647-4468. And as always, please be sure to go out and uh, support all the local businesses you hear on this show. A lot of great people help bring this show uh, to uh, what it needs to be. And if Mother Nature holds off, which I imagine she's probably not going to because it's May and temper tantrums and all that, uh, big week of high school baseball. I'm looking forward to it. Coldwater at St. Mary's on Monday and Minster at Coldwater on a WKKI if Mother Nature lets it happen. Handful of games on WZOQ Radio this week. Collide at Allen East for me on Wednesday. OG goes to Lipsick on Thursday. Lincoln View in a 6-30 matchup on Friday night. Two of the best teams in the state of Ohio, D3 and D4. Tangle at Veterans Field. Lincoln View, Coldwater. And then Bach and Spencerville on Saturday at the home of the Dayton Dragons at 1 o'clock. Other great games uh, on at WZOQ Radio this week. A lot of them. Uh, Monday, I, again, weather permitting, if it happens, Ottawa Glendorf takes on a really good Kaleida squad. Coming off a 6-1 loss the other night to uh, Coldwater. Ottaville and Lipsick on a Tuesday night as well. Ottaville coming off a, a 2-1 loss at the... Uh, home of the uh, Mud Hens up there in Toledo, where I hope to have a game on the 15th. Uh, Pentagro Boa is playing up there, and uh, that's always one of my favorite places to go. But uh, check out the website, michaelhearn.com. A lot of cool things, I promise you, that are coming up there and uh, some great guests coming up on this show. Cannot possibly say enough good things about Bo Fry. I hope that you got a chance to enjoy his interview, and uh, if not, as the joke goes, you're probably from Salina or Wampak. But I love everyone. So uh, go blue and gold. 
and I'm excited to get back in August, August the 20th at Bolas Field in London. It's where the Rough Riders will begin the uh, tenure of the uh, new Fry in charge of a program. Uh, thank you so much for listening wherever you are, wherever you may be. Be good, be safe. And as Jackie Moon said, everybody love everybody. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.